Good morning lovely ladies. Today I want to have a light-hearted conversation with you. I'm sure a lot of you are really hoping to start traveling. I am a big travel fan and I'm just waiting for this corona situation to end so that I can get back to traveling. Also I think my travel pace has really slowed down after the birth of my kid because earlier when it was just me and my husband we used to really make a lot of travel plans and uh, there were not many things that we had to bother about just a bag and then a stay in some place and we used to be roaming on the streets most of the day but with the kid the equation really changes so we have to consider a lot about the sleep schedules of the baby we have to think about the food and everything so it's kind of very difficult or i would say very different with a baby in place but in general i would like to give you some tips about how you can actually plan your travel especially in europe since i travel a lot in europe so i would like to give a special focus on europe i'm sure a lot of you have this as your dream destination so let's get started how are we going to plan our europe trip Okay so the first and foremost thing is i know there are a lot of travel companies that organize 12 days and 10 countries those kind of trips i do not want to say that it is good or bad i know a lot of people enjoy these kind of trips because they are taken care of completely by the trip organizer they don't have to be going and searching for specific locations or stuff like that um if you are going to travel with a small kid this would definitely not be a good option because they tend to travel a lot by Uh, the road transport so you're traveling all day with the bus and in every place you have only very limited time so this would be an option if you're traveling with elders and who are also not very old that who are able to take up the stress of the road travel then yes this could be an option but otherwise my personal choice would definitely be to concentrate on one or two locations and have a good trip but again there is a difference between how for example the europeans and indians make a travel plan here they go to one city they stay there for 10 days they just sink into the local culture they have some spots on some days they visit some touristic spots on the other days they just chilling out uh, near the river having some food and everything so the culture of touring is completely different but from india you're spending 3 lakh 4 lakh of rupees and coming to your for 10 days so of course you would want to see most of the good highlights and uh, then we have to really understand that that culture of touring is completely different from what uh, these people define as a tour so i also don't want to uh, come up with um, a kind of hypothetical recommendations telling you that okay just come to one place and sink in the local culture no let's keep it more realistic how we do it from india in general so here are my recommendations so the first and foremost thing that you need to take care is the stay in general in the past maybe 2 or 3 years back i would have recommended airbnbs but now i hear a lot of negative feedback about airbnbs there is a lot of cheating there is a lot of projecting some other room and then giving in reality some other room and things like that so airbnb is kind of an option so if you have a good recommendation or if someone that you know has already stayed in that particular place it's got lot of good review 
use then yes airbnb is definitely an option otherwise you can also look out for um, uh, hotels where they give you the breakfast option as well so you're kind of saving on breakfast and another recommendation would be maybe trying to see if there are people who rent out villas to a family so for example you can get the whole house and if you are a group of 5 to 6 people you can just rent the whole house and then you save on the accommodation so these are the different options that you could think of but mainly please read the recommendation properly that's very very important and if there is a new place it looks very attractive it seems very cheap then you can be sure that if it is too good to be true then probably it is not true that is the mantra and uh, if it is going to be too good then probably no that's not the place another thing is about planning so here uh, the most important thing is to plan so on this particular day where will i be so suppose let's say you are starting on the 1st of june and uh, the 1st of june you are going to be in paris then you have to plan for every hour what you are going to do so on the 1st of june if you are in paris and you are going to go up the eiffel tower then you have to have that on your itinerary because if you are going and uh, staying at paris and then you think okay i have 3 days maybe one of these days i'll go up the eiffel tower that might not work because you will end up wasting 4 to 5 hours standing in the queue to go up the eiffel tower the advantage of planning is that if you think okay on the 1st of june at 5 pm i will be on top of the eiffel tower you are able to book the um ticket to go on top in advance so for the time slot you can book the ticket you can go and stand in the queue at 4:45 and 5 o'clock you can go up the eiffel tower and then you don't have to wait for 4 hours or 5 hours in the line this is the case with every single monument so every single monument almost has their own website tickets are generally cheaper when you buy it on the website you save uh, the time that you are standing in the queue so you are having 10 days you want to make the best out of those 10 days why waste 5 to 6 hours in the day standing in the queue and most importantly if you're going up the eiffel tower my recommendation would be that choose the time at which the sun is going to set so if it is uh, summer month then probably the sun is going to set at 8 pm or 9 pm then pick a slot so if the sun is going to set at 8 pm then pick a slot at 7 pm So at 7 p.m. you are going up the Eiffel Tower. At 8 p.m. you are on the tower, so you are able to see the sunset and you are able to see take pictures in the day during the sunset and after the sunset you are able to take the night pictures also. And when you come down, the Eiffel Tower is completely glowing with lights. So plan it in a smart way that you are able to see the Paris city in the daytime, the sunset time, and also the night time. So this would be my personal recommendation. Another thing is similarly for all the monuments make the plan see the number of visiting times and then you make the tickets in advance and uh, there are also free entry days so many of the famous museums they have two days of the month you have free entry you have free entry for people under 26 years of age so go to the respective website and if you go then you will be able to see all this group tickets discount tickets and all that you can check out in the websites the next important thing food 
so food is a challenge especially as indians i am an indian vegetarian and i have very limited uh, food choices of course i try to explore other uh, food options but sometimes my tastes are very restrictive so what i plan and how it works best for me is the mornings generally we plan breakfast from a local bakery instead of going into something elaborate we just pick up a croissant or we uh, tape, you know buy a pretzel some bread or something that we can just eat on the go and we directly start touring in the morning itself so we are not wasting time eating somewhere and then in the afternoon uh, we just buy something on the go when we were bachelor so with the kids the equation completely changes um, in the afternoon also we just eat on the go and in the night we have a good dining restaurant where uh, we make sure we look for the reviews and then we pick a nice place to eat in the evening and of course if you are very specific about indian food then uh, you can always carry some pasta or you can carry some basic masala i know a lot of people carry rice and dal and a small cooker so you can ask in advance if the hotel is going to give you a stub option and if that is the case you can always buy curd and you can buy milk and other things from the local supermarkets you can buy butter and jam and everything in the local supermarkets and then you will be able to make your own stuff so this is also an option and i don't think it is something that people should think ah okay you're coming on a vacation i'm going to sit and cook here no that is not the case you're coming on a vacation to enjoy and you don't want to be not able to eat the food that you like so why not have take a small cooker you get a 2 liter cooker and or you get a small electric cooker i don't really um, think this a small electric cookers are very helpful i had one and i didn't find it to be very useful but small pressure cookers or something that you know works for you and you could always bring maggi packets you could always bring cup noodles packets pasta packets and uh, you can buy pa- you can even buy pasta and pasta sauce here there are ready made pastas available maggi and uh, other companies where you have ready made vegetarian pasta so with the sauce you just need to add milk or water and the pasta is ready so those kind of things are also good options that you could think about indian restaurants are in general costlier um and uh, but in uh, you have to look for the right reviews because in many indian restaurants in europe you will have the same kind of curry and it's the same base and just is changed different vegetables for the different gravies so sometimes it's sick but there are very lovely indian restaurants as well so look out for the reviews on tripadvisor and then you can pick in case you want to have uh, in an indian restaurant other options for um, indian tasting vegetarian are um, the turkish falafels that's also very good it's kind of vegetarian and you can look out there is a website called happycow.net on this website if you enter the um, city that you are going to look for if you enter the city it will list down the pure vegetarian restaurants in that city so there are also restaurants which offer artificial vegetarian meat so it's actually vegetarian but it's just made to taste like meat so it is synthetic and um, those kind of things are also here so if you want to try out a local food but you want to make sure it is vegetarian then this is also an option for you the other thing that you have to really carry with you is please remember in europe two things are important acs air conditions are very 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 rare so if you are going to come here in peak summer that is in august and uh, you think you're going to have a fun vacation then sorry guys 
it's definitely not going to happen because it's extremely hot and uh, you're going to really uh, feel oh my god where have i come so that's not really europe if you're imagining snow and cool uh, breeze and everything no that that's not the time so make sure you plan the right time and another thing is on sundays 95% of the shops are closed of course in uh, the petrol bunks and those kind of spots you have some basic necessities open but 95% of the shops are closed on sundays and on local holidays you don't have to ask about it so make sure you have the stuff that you need make sure you store it and um, always carry with you in a bag sunscreen moisturizer caps footwear some warm clothes and scarves because in europe the temperature really varies so much between the middle of the day and the evening that sometimes it gets uh, starts getting chill so maybe you can just carry a scarf so you can wrap it around yourself when you feel it is very cold take a passport and visa copy keep a copy in your luggage here it's there are a lot of thieves around there are a lot of pickpockets i'll talk about it but keep a copy in your luggage in your locker or something in your hotel just keep it safe so that that's very important sunglasses a small bag for the day tours a backpack works just a bottle of water because in europe you can you know get drinking water very easily most of the fountains the water is drinkable and you have drink water taps everywhere so if you just carry a bottle for yourself and your family you can refill it as you go of course with this corona situation it's a bit tricky but in general i'm saying and then basic medicines band-aid and then universal adapter this is something that everybody forgets so in every country here sometimes the adapter pin type changes so please make sure that you have these stuffs and uh, that's very helpful um what i do generally for photography is that in the past when we started our travels we thought we would carry a, tri- a tripod and then pictureize and take self shots and so on guys europe is not a uh, heaven there are a lot of pickpockets there are many illegal immigrants who are really desperate to pick anything they can and try to sell it okay so if you're going to set your tripod okay if you are going to be in switzerland for example in a remote place where there is literally no one around then yes it's an option but if you're going to stand in front of the eiffel tower and place your tripod and try to take selfie pictures out of it you, in no minute somebody is going to flick your tripod and run away you will not even be able to track that person in that crowd so make sure you carry a good phone the selfie stick or with mobiles that works best and um, otherwise just give it to a fellow tourist and ask them to click a picture if you're going to carry a dslr i wouldn't really think that um, you need to have a tripod and so much stuff it's very difficult it's very tiring and um, the last and most important thing is about safety as i said there are a lot of pickpockets especially they target indian women because they know they will have the mangal sutra and it is gold so the indian women are easy targets they are the prime targets so make sure if you have the sentiment that you have to wear the mangal sutra make sure you cover it very well because it will be prone to pickpocketing okay and also don't get into any kind of conversation with people because sometimes when you are um, going to be standing in the railway station like in italy or something what people would do is they'll tell you okay i will help you take the ticket 
in the normal way if you take it's costly i will show you a shortcut there is a pass that you can take for 3 days see in every railway station that is going to be an information center there is no need for anybody to come and tell you okay i will help you take the tickets and so on there are a lot of people who do it and invariably when one person distracts you with the ticketing machine the other person is going to take your bag and run away this is very common don't answer questions uh, to unnecessary people if you are in a tour group if you guys are on a boat trip for example that's one thing that i love in europe almost in every city you have a nice boat trip around the city so if you are in a boat trip for example and uh, somebody is striking a conversation with you then yeah okay maybe but if you are in a vulnerable spot so be your best judge and if somebody is trying to strike a conversation with you it's best not to entertain it and it's best not to ask questions about where shall i go what shall i do to random people on the road there might be a lot of tricksters and that uh, this gaming in the road that is also very common so 100% of these games are not genuine okay so either they will trick the money out of you or they will engage you in that game and try to make you win and in the meanwhile somebody will pick your pocket or they will uh, tell in the last minute that this is what you agreed to bet so now they will all gang up around you a lot of people will gang up and then they will try to take out the stuff from you so please don't even go and watch any of these street games it is all definitely for trying to pick your pocket sometimes women some elderly women so they say that uh, if there is a very well dressed woman probably in her 50s or 60s who's trying to be very posh and trying to be very pleasant with you and trying to engage you in any of the activities or trying to sell something to you so these women are also part of this tricksters gang so they are in general prostitutes who have gone out of the profession but still now they do this for a living so even if it's an elderly woman who's trying to be too sweet with you um, calling you into the street play game or uh, trying to sell something to you or ask you something please be very careful in that instance also and uh, it is very best to not carry a lot of cash and uh, pickpocketing is very common we have been targets um, in one of our train journeys overnight train journey from munich to venice we were uh, the compartment where we stayed somebody opened the compartment and he tried to sneak our um, stuff uh, at night and finally of course we caught him and uh, even the police doesn't bother so it is very common in italy so even there is a lot of connection between the pickpockets and the police so they don't even bother to register a complaint or anything so it's very common guys so be very careful and uh, even if somebody is dressed as a police and suddenly he asks your passport or he tells me okay show me your mobile show me your purse or something don't trust them you can tell them that uh, this is the copy of my passport and if anything you can contact the embassy so it's very very common people try to cheat tourists so please be very careful and uh, the last thing that i would like to say is enjoy your vacation don't always be very stuck up in taking the right pictures sometimes we are so desperate to get that one perfect picture that we can put on instagram or facebook and that way we lose a lot of time in general europe is a very beautiful place nature untouched nature the sceneries are so wonderful and especially i love italy so much rome i love that city so much for the architecture and the history that city has and every place make sure you try to understand the culture of the city and for this the best tip that i would give is join walk tours 
walk tours are amazing and most of the time these walk tours are free so at the end of the tour maybe you just need to tip the guide 10 euros or 15 euros it's not even compulsory but that's a general practice so these walk tours uh, the guide will take you around the city tell you about the history of the city and tell you about the insider story of the city in every city we have been we have enjoyed the walk tour so much i just cannot recommend it enough so make sure you understand the history of the city and uh, if you are a person who knows and has read a lot about the world wars and everything here you have the living examples of those world wars we live in stuttgart and um, in this city most of the times there will be a blockage of train and trains and traffic because some uh, undefused bomb from the world war 2 would be discovered because they are doing a major renovation work and every now and then they discover bombs and then they have to defuse it and everything so it's like how close you are living to the things that we studied in schools in a book and you're living so close to that kind of a history it makes me very happy and it makes me feel very lucky about living in europe so i hope next time you're going to plan a vacation europe is ready for you with open hands please join us here it's going to be wonderful for sure make sure you go with the right plan you target the right places and then you're definitely going to have a great vacation so i hope corona is going to get over soon and all of us can start holidaying again and keep the holiday spirit going ladies let's get the bags packing Thank you.